Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Rathpeakin Ramblers podcast. It's great to be back, guys. It's not been that long, but finishing up with college for the summer and other things going on, I've had a few handy excuses in my back pocket to not be doing any work on the podcast or the blog or the website. I'm back with another interview episode today. Um, but before I go into that, um, just a few things that have happened with the blog, nothing personal, I'm not going to give you any details on my uh, sordid outings, <laughs> I wish there were, um, so I don't know if any of you saw it, whoever is listening might have seen it, um, there's a new look to the Rath Peak and Rambler, I was um, contacted by an old school friend who's now a graphic designer and an extremely, she's always been an extremely talented artist, I remember seeing her stuff in school, but she's... Um, doing that as a career though which is fantastic to see and um you'll see her page if you follow her on instagram go look for elaine.buckley at elaine with two e's at the end dot buckley that's her art page um elaine is as i said no school friend and she contacted me just seeing if i needed anything done like a redesign on the blog and i said why not i've had the same kind of picture avatar whatever for the last year and while i did enjoy that i got that on maybe it was wix or something last year some sort of logo designer anyways um you know it had the crow it had the pen and it had the headphones or the mic whatever for the podcast but i said you know it's time for something different and something that i've always kind of wanted is a little avatar as well like some kind of embodiment of the rath peak in rambler um doesn't have to be specifically an avatar that looks exactly like me but i've always kind of wanted that i thought you know the facebook avatars and stuff like that so elaine was able to do a couple of different uh, logo redesigns and an avatar and it just looks fantastic um i'm gonna update the podcast soon enough with it as well and it's updated you'll see it on my facebook my twitter my instagram and the website rathpeakandrambler.wordpress.blog um, or whatever it is but it's the Rathpeak and Rambler you'll see it on all my social medias it's so cool it's a crow and you know Rathpeak in Irish means the fort of crows Rathpeakon and I just love it so much so check that out that's just something new that's happening um, other than that college is finished so be more able to do more stuff with the blog and the podcast and stuff over the summer hopefully um, even though I am working so no promises guys as usual but anyways today this podcast is another interview one, and it's an interview I did with the supremely talented Lorraine Nash. Lorraine is a singer-songwriter from County Kerry. Uh, she studied in Cork music, and she's studying in Cork, but online at the moment, obviously. She did a streamed gig from the Opera House last year. She released an EP last year and a single last year, and she just released another single called Sing With Her. It's on Spotify, everywhere. The video's on YouTube. It's a brilliant song. There's country kind of vibes there, and it's just a really empowering um, song about being a female in the music industry. It's brilliant. Um, I did this chat with Lorraine probably about maybe the end of April, and just the way college was finishing up then, I just didn't have time to edit it and release it before the single was released on the 30th of April. Um, But I, you know, releasing it now i think it's a good interview we had great crack she's hilarious she's really friendly really nice and i can't wait to see her perform live um towards the end of this year whenever it is safe to do so um i just want to say a big thanks to um 
Blue Monkey PR, um, specifically Mags at Blue Monkey PR. Um, I reached out just asking if there was anybody that they had for me to interview, just even as practice, just because I would love to get into this kind of line of work, um, you know, media, interviews, you know, all that entertainment kind of stuff. So big thanks to Mags for sending people my way. I interviewed Emo um, and now Lorraine Nash. I interviewed um, Meg, uh, Megan Alley. Meg is my one of my oldest friends, but she's also attached to Blue Monkey PR. So I'm just very thankful to them for giving me the opportunity to interview some of these people. Um, so yeah, here's the interview. I hope you enjoy and stick around at the end for Lorraine's latest single, Sing With Her. Have a great one, guys. Thank you. You know the food for your soul, gotta feed your mind. You gotta know if you eating right. Gotta put yourself first, yes, let's address this. But while we're here, let's have a second breakfast. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks very much for joining me. I have Lorraine Nash today, a fantastic singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist. Lorraine, how are you getting on? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad, no. Um, so we'll start off. Why don't you tell me about yourself and just your, your own story? Well, my musical story, really. I started playing trad uh, when I was about six or seven and I was learning the tin whistle in school, like we all have had to do. Oh, yeah. Um yeah, <laughs> the rattling bog, <laughs> the recorder, uh, and then I went on and I just took an interest in it and I started learning the fiddle uh, with a local cultist teacher, uh, and then from there I kind of just had an obsession with learning different instruments. It wasn't until I was like sixteen or seventeen, really, that I actually started like singing and songwriting, um, which is weird. That was like one of the last things that I had even thought of doing. I kind of thought of myself more as like a, an instrumentalist. Oh, very good. And so you got started in just, you started singing and your own songs at 16, 17, is it? Um, no, just really like, uh, like how it kind of started was um, I just picked up a guitar and I was kind of learning albums that I liked myself uh, and just kind of learning all the songs from those. And then I was kind of thinking like the kind of styles of music that I liked. And I was like trying to write songs in those styles eventually. Uh, and I feel like that's how most people would try and get into it. You're like thinking of songs you like and you're like, oh, I'd love to, to write something like that. And most yeah. of it was crap for a few years. I <laughs> know. <but laughs> uh, well, 2020 was like a big fear for you yourself, like with your debut EP and then Winter Sun. How happy were you with with the with 2020? Yeah. So, I mean, literally like a month after um lockdown has started was when um like my ep release was actually planned and like we had been thinking like would we just delay it and put it off and stuff but like what i did was i just said i'd do another single and see how that goes and then just release the ep anyway because i mean we all thought i suppose that the end was near but (laughs) little did we know be a year later we're still sitting at home um yeah um so i'm kind of i'm delighted with how that ep went really considering that like um you know, I couldn't actually play any of the songs live. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, because like thinking about it, thing, like things like that as well, sometimes you can look at the positive side of things. Like I did a stream with Collins for um, the release of the EP and that would have reached a lot more people online than it ever would have reached in Collins. Like, you know, Collins yeah. is a great venue. But um, yeah. like at that stage, I probably would have had like, I don't know, 30 people showing up or whatever when it's like your first gig and no one really knows you. <laughs> but just yeah. things that get shared around on Facebook and stuff like yeah. that, you know, it's just like uh, a lot more people would have seen that gig, which is nice. 
but uh, winter sun then was kind of a last minute thing it was like uh november and i was like will i do a christmas single because um i still was trying to work out like the whole recording at home thing as well it was just a bit foreign to me because anything that was recorded thank god actually the ep had been finished before um any restrictions had happened and it was mastered and like ready to go but that one was all recorded from home and that was kind of like a trial run for me because i've done some recording since and it's all been at home but like winter sun was like my first experience with doing that it was it was a weird one like we were using vsp connect it's kind of like zoom kind of thing but like for recording so like i had all my stuff set up here and the engineer in his own studio was like controlling my interface and that kind of stuff as well so uh, there's ways and means about it i suppose oh that's that's really interesting and are you a fan of the live um the live gigs like online the streaming um, you know the live streams are you a fan of those like as a as a musician yeah I mean um, like playing them it's just weird because you finish a song you're sitting there in silence you're like okay um, next one I suppose <laughs> but um, yeah I mean obviously it's kind of the, the best you can get at the moment um, like I done one in Christmas like a, a pre-recorded kind of one and that was in the opera house and that was just that was such a nice experience to like actually be doing it in a venue but at the same time there was no one there so, you know, I know, it must be weird. Um, <laughs> very strange. I suppose for watching them then, like I'm probably the same as most people, like it's just such an overload of just, you know, dreams. Like you're just like scrolling through Facebook and you see this person's doing a stream, this person's doing a stream. And I feel like for myself, even like I'll watch ones that I'm really excited for and I'm like, oh, but um, sometimes you kind of find it a bit hard to sit and listen Definitely, at home, yeah. I think. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's, there's a lot, especially the, the the Instagram lives and stuff. There's, I had to turn off the notifications. Um, and just <laughs> yeah. whoever was there when I was on, I'd, I'd give them a look. <laughs> but um, I know, yeah. And that EP is is fantastic, if if I may say so. Um, Thank you. Thanks like, very much. It sounds like there's different. I don't want to say different genres, but different types of. Um, you know songs on there but you can tell it's you you have such a like a really i'd say beautiful voice um i think you have a beautiful voice brilliant voice like Thanks um, very much. um which do you find that just do you have a favorite style to sing in like a favorite kind of musical genre or does it kind of just happen um i think uh a lot of the times when I've just first written the song, it's either just going to be just piano or just guitar. And it isn't really until I get into the arrangement that I'll kind of decide what way I want to take it. Because I think a lot of the tracks um, on that EP, I definitely could have taken them a different way if I wanted to. Because like mm. Breathe, um, that's kind of recorded and it has like steel guitar and banjo and all that kind of thing. But then a lot of the time when I've been doing that one, like, well, on live streams, I was doing it on piano and I was thinking that's a whole other way I could have taken that track. So um, it's kind of just, they're not like last minute decisions, but they're kind of just the last decision I'll make before I actually just put it into recording, kind of decides what style it's going to be a lot of the time. I get you. Yeah, yeah. And um, nature seems to be like a recurring theme uh, for you through the, just the song titles, but also in the songs. Do, do you take inspiration from nature for the songs? Yeah, definitely. Like I'm living out in the sticks in Kerry, so yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to be influenced by it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, nature is such a, you know, with most songwriters, you're bound to find some of it in there because there's just there's just so much, so much imagery that you can just steal from. I think a lot of the time it's just your environment and what you go up around is is where you take your inspiration from. Definitely. Uh, I found that I could like really picture your 
songs in um, my mind. I was driving home from work and I think it was River and it was the line, um, the, the house that I don't knock or the door that I don't knock on anymore. And I felt like I could be in a like a sad movie or something, you know. I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> or I could be in the music video That's for us. <laughs> Just me sitting yeah. in traffic. <laughs> Um, in the rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like how how important is like the writing process to you, or or how how what way would you write a song? Different every time, really. I mean, first of all, it depends on like what instrument I'm using, because I think I mean that probably will influence it. Because like I'm not the best guitar player, <laughs> so I kind of just use that as like a, a tool for songwriting. So. Um, I think things that I'd write on the piano might be a bit more complex than things I'd write in guitar a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, but like the actual process of it, I mean, it's, it's, it differs a lot of the time. And like, I kind of go through phases, like at the moment I'm recording. So I like, I think when I'm going through recording, I find it really hard to write just because my brain is in a different place. Okay. And then like, like, because it was kind of like I finished the EP and then I went through, like I had three months where I wrote loads. And now that I've started recording, I've nothing, you know, yeah, yeah. it's kind of odd. It's like you're, you're just focusing on something different at that time. Okay, that's really cool. Yeah, I was talking to Megan Ali um, and she's constantly writing, um, but she's the same as she's recording. Then it's just, um, but that's interesting because yeah. I, I wouldn't be, I did like I, I, was, I play a bit of guitar. I wouldn't be a musician, but um, I find it so hard to write songs like I can write write random poems sometimes and then I just can't even think of a song when it comes to putting it to a melody so it's always interesting to hear how musicians actually write songs I find yeah I know a lot of the times as well sometimes it's just like a, it's like a mental block or something because like even like for some people um like when I went to like college in Cork like I did two years of music in CSN and like some people that like would have oh. never written a song it was kind of just getting over the initial like fear of actually writing something and feeling like it's just crap or whatever but like that's how everyone starts off because you're, you're obviously going to judge the first thing you write and you're going to think it's terrible but it's just like getting all that stuff out and then eventually you might get something you like yeah that's true yeah it's very brave I think um putting your music out there um just as an Irish person because <laughs> we're not confident at all <laughs> But, um, I know yeah because <laughs> people are like what's that song about and I'm like well I think everyone should take their own like meaning from yeah. my songs <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah. And, um, not to just piggyback off that but um, Winter Sun <laughs> is Winter Sun was another one I think that was the first one I listened to um, and it was brilliant as well um, can you tell me a bit about just because that's the latest one before your next uh, release I suppose can you tell me a bit about the background of that song yeah that was um that was like I said that was very last minute I, I kind of was like oh well, I just because I, I kind of wanted to release something to keep the momentum going because things had been going like well enough with that last single mm. and um I knew I wanted to bridge that gap as well because it would have been a while until like I'd have these singles ready or like anything from this next album but um yeah that one that came very like together very quickly which is weird um what can I say about that writing it winter sun I suppose it's just the whole um just you know that whole wintry sadness you get you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. it's just waiting for a bit of like it's got I suppose uh, the the whole thing it does have a little bit of an optimistic note to it but it's kind of like I suppose it was just mid-lockdown as well and it was dark at like mm. six o'clock in the evening and you're you've nowhere to go and you're just like you know yeah yeah <laughs> that's all 
It is. Um, so like we are, we're a year, we're over a year now into lockdown, aren't we? Jesus. Um, it's very depressing, but we won't focus on it. <laughs> um, well, how, <laughs> how has that been like creatively for you? Did you find it tough or how has it been? I actually think I've been um, productive enough. Like, I mean, the first lockdown, everyone was the same where it was a novelty and you're like, ah, oh, let's make banana bread and do nothing or whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> Um, so I didn't really get much done at that point uh, but then like when it was coming into like um, I don't know like it was more coming into September because I'm actually still in college at the moment and sometimes I'm like it's a good way to avoid doing my college work itself. yeah yeah <laughs> um, yeah I don't know I think it's forced me to be because like especially if I was living in Cork uh, for college like I was last year I found it so hard like when you're living with roommates and stuff like that mm. like making a racket in your room you don't want to be that person so uh, yeah. living at home, I've had a bit of space to do those kind of things and no one's given out to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the job. <laughs> and how are yeah. you finding the um, how are you finding the study from home for college? Uh, it's weird. Like I'm just thinking about like I've um, I've one year left in college now next year, but um, like I'm studying English in UCC, but mm. I haven't I've done my exams, let's say for first year. Um, sorry for like you know uh christmas last year or whatever and then oh. i haven't done any written exams since and it's just like what am i going to do when i have to go in and like learn stuff off because like our exams <laughs> are just like essays so they're like here's two weeks and then you can submit your exam and i was like i'm never going to be able to learn anything off again oh my <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> yeah. so do you have an fyp in english or um is this your final year you said or uh, next year is my final year oh, i'd yeah. actually done two years in csn of music and then i was yeah. like sure look i'll go and do a degree <laughs> yeah, really nice. so I, yeah i'm studying english it's nice though because i think it's kind of one of those things where like especially with songwriting to be learning things like like about poetry and stuff it's just it's helpful definitely yeah would you take any influence from like the english studies into your songwriting I kind of thought I would a bit more, but sometimes it kind of feels hard to bridge the gap between them. Like this semester was the first time I had creative writing. And I think that actually did help um, because basically it was like you had no choice but to submit something the following week. So even if I wasn't feeling it, I had to do it. Um, so that was a good way to like, I don't know, get a bit of writing done, I suppose. And who would be your musical influences or life influences? I mean... Um, I suppose musically, uh, I do like to look at female songwriters. Uh, I suppose Laura Marling, she's definitely someone I would like mention a lot. I just think she's brilliant. Okay. Um, she's one of those people that's more like poetry music, isn't it? And um, I suppose Lucy Rose and Wallace Bird and all those kind of people. And then like I'm the same as everyone else, where you can always just mention like people like Joni Mitchell and Bob Dylan as well, mm. just because you have to. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just true. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and who was the first person you said? Um, Laura Marling was it? Yeah. No, she's brilliant. Um, yeah, she was kind of one of the first female songwriters that I got into and started listening to. Because um, I used to have her CD in the car because we had no aux cable and it was just like on repeat, you know. Yeah. I know, the, I know the struggle. The no aux, it's terrible. Um, you know. Your new song is coming out in two weeks' time, and that's. Can you tell me about that song? I know it's kind of along those lines, um, female empowerment and stuff. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. So uh, this next one is being released on the thirtieth. 
Hershey's on April. Um, <laughs> it's going to be called um, Sing With Her. And it's very much inspired by that whole Why Not Her movement that we've all seen. Um, just, I think, just seeing those. It's kind of one of those things. Um, obviously, it's something that um, I would have been involved in because like, I was someone that, as a female, that was trying to get radio play and stuff like that. But it wasn't until you see the graphs and just see all those, like, yeah. you know, those things that have been written about it. And you're like, oh, it kind of was a bit of an eye opener for me. So, um, and I'm kind of one of those people I'd rather like write a song about something than like preach about it on Instagram or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, I saw, yeah, though those graphs were crazy. Like the... Um, I know, it was mental. And, you know, you never even, not that I don't listen to radio, I do, every, you know, in the morning, but I wouldn't even think about it. And I suppose that's a privilege of being a man too, like um, for myself that I wouldn't even think about it, but it's, it was crazy to see. And I'm glad to see, you know, um, you know, with the Irish, um, with the Emma Langford, and and then with the um, yeah, yeah, all that, like that was fantastic. So long may hopefully it gets better, anyways. But it's great to see, um, and it's great I to think, chat. To. Yeah, there's probably enough pressure on like radio presenters at the moment that like they'll have to do something about it. Like, how would they not? It would look awful to have a second year of that. I mean, like to be fair to like an um, RT Radio One, they're so you know. They had, they had, I think it was, was it sixty? It wasn't sixty percent or something, was it? Um, oh, yeah. but whatever it was, it was fairly equal. Um, as you know, RT Radio One is kind of, um, I suppose it's kind of their type of music as well. It's kind of is more about, um, the actual, you know, the music rather than yeah, the whole yeah. person behind it as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. And we were talking earlier about twenty twenty being a great year for you. Um, but twenty twenty one is starting off well as well. You have your new single um coming out and you're also you signed with uh fifa records is that right yeah so um they had actually seen me at that opera house gig and they got in touch nice. and they were saying they're interested in working with me so yeah i'm excited to see how this goes and like it's always just uh, it's another platform to get my music out there and they'd have contacts that i wouldn't have and that kind of thing um so yeah i'm very excited about that that's un- that's unreal uh, to be honest no and i'm uh, totally ignorant when i saw fifa I just assumed it was the football. <laughs> I was like, Lorraine's going to be on FIFA 22 next year. That's unreal. Um, but that's unreal. I looked, I obviously researched a bit more and I, I'm delighted for you. Um, but that's, that's, that's unreal. That's going to be class. Um, and how do you find that side of uh, the music industry? I know from, I have friends who are local musicians and, um, you know, playing the, the pub scene as as everyone does but um how do you find that side of the industry like networking and social media and stuff uh, are you okay with it so i um like i started working with um blue monkey like when i was just releasing that first ep i kind of came to them with it in my hand and i was like help me <laughs> <laughs> and so i'm like i i like before um like last whatever it was March when I released the first song I was a ghost on the internet I just hate like I'm just not a social media person so like be like having to do it like I mean it's kind of it's fine now I mean I'm not I'm not like so bad about it but at the start I was like I just hated it like I'd be like can I not just do it (laughs) do I have to write about it on Instagram (laughs) but it definitely is like like, how we're living at the moment it's especially now like it's so important It's, it's not like um like it would just things would just go unnoticed if I didn't do this um and like having um like Mags and Michael at like Blue Monkey to like do things like you know interviews and stuff like that um that stuff I literally 
I would I'd like cease to exist I couldn't <laughs> I don't know where to go yeah. <laughs> but um I think um like going to CSN and having that like music management module and stuff like that oh, it kind yeah. of did teach me like um a lot of things about like like you kind of do need people um like the expertise of people that actually know stuff about PR because like if you know yourself that you are going to be good at it that's great and like you can do that yourself but I think if you put so much time and effort and money into an album because like recording is fairly expensive to have like mm. an EP or something mm. that doesn't sell or that doesn't do well and a lot of times like people that have like really good music and stuff that could be doing well it's just because it's just not it's not been promoted or like they haven't had the means to to get it out there properly so it's something that I think is, is really important. Yeah definitely it's I'm the same with like I'm very small you know obviously this is just a, a local blog um, but I'll go through a week or two of being like posting every couple of days and stories galore and then the next couple of weeks after that I'm like nah it's not for me Couldn't I've done do my it. part <laughs> yeah it's like just let the cash roll in let the interviews roll in no, I'm happy um, yeah it is tough no but I suppose you're right it is it's the way it's going to go because of everything that's going on um, it'll just continue, I suppose. But are you looking forward to the end of the pandemic now and going back to normality a bit and gigging more in public? Yeah, I can't wait, to be honest. Like, um, I have a couple, like, I mean, I have another live stream on, on actually, what day is it? Next Friday. And that's yeah. one from home and that's the hot press one. So that'll be, I mean, that'll be fun just because it's like um, true hot press. And I have two more. I'm not sure if I can mention them yet, so I won't. But they're going to be done in, um, I don't know if they've been advertised, but um, <laughs> they're going to be done like in actual venues. So that'll be fun. There'll be no one there. So <laughs> scoop. Um, yeah, but I think I'm just so, I'm just really looking forward to having like real life people there, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just not the same, is it? No, definitely not. Um, There's like no atmosphere. Mm, yeah, that's the worst. <clears throat> that's the worst thing. But it'll we'll get there soon enough. Hopefully, at the end of the summer. Now, and um, is there just before we start? Uh, we're coming close to the end now, so um, we have a quick fire round at the end. But just before that, is there anything um, you'd like to promote, or is there anything else coming up? I know we talked about the single and the the record signing and all that, but is there anything else coming up? Um, for Lurie? um. Not really sure. All I have at the moment just to be talking about is that hot press stream, which is on the 23rd and that's going to be on their Instagram. And they actually have like, it's great. Like that's um, the courtesy of like the Department of Culture, Heritage and Sport and Media and something else, I think. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they've been running these gigs and uh, it's great because I mean, yeah. uh, just to see them being funded and just artists getting a few bob to do something that they enjoy. Um, and then yeah, the single is the thirtieth, the thir the thirtieth of, oh uh, of April. <laughs> it's been a long day, <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm very excited about that one to be honest. Because like, I think it's kind of um, I don't know. I think just having like fiddles and it just feels a lot more like um, I've started to develop uh, a different kind of style. I'm not sure like because uh, some of the things that are running through this song. I'm kind of seeing them popping up the next few singles and I'm, I'm excited about that oh brilliant and that's called sing with her that's that's the name of the sing with her yeah sing with it's her. available to pre-save and stuff like that at the moment there's links on my social media brilliant yeah we'll check that out on instagram everything all the social medias um and i'll promote it 
on my page. But um, so we'll do a little quick fire round now. So just empty your mind. Don't think about the word uh, 30th. Get that out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just do a few quick fire questions. Um, Lorraine Nash, what is your favorite movie? Oh, um, Inside Lewin Davis. Oh, that's classic. It's one of the co- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to start explaining. I'm glad you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first time um, when I've asked that question. It's only been like three or four times that I've been like, "Yes, that's a fucking brilliant movie." Thank God. The other times I've been like, "Yeah, it's it's okay." It's um, fine. <laughs> I had um, I had Emo on last week, Emmett Crotty, and uh, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> He said Shawshank Redemption. Then afterwards, when I cut the recording, he was like, "Why did I say Shawshank Redemption?" <laughs> so uh, the night is a panic as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so Inside Lewin Davis, oh, brilliant movie! I love Oscar Isaac and that. It's uh, just brilliant. and the way they have um, what's his name, your man from Mumford and Sons, Marcus Mumford oh, in the yeah. soundtrack. Oh, what a classic! Yeah. We'll, we'll have to do another podcast about Inside Lou and Davis. Just the whole about deep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what is your favorite TV show? At the moment, I've been watching Killing Eve. Um, yeah, it's great. I, I kind of, because um, I just love um, Phoebe Waterbridge. Um, yeah. Because like I was kind of going to, I watched Fleabag and then I was like, what else has she done? And then I found this and I love it. It's great. I haven't watched it, but I must. I must watch that. I must watch Fleabag too because Brilliant. I've heard that is fantastic. Is it? It's great. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, so what is your favorite song? Or well, that's a bit broad. But what is your favorite song or artist, like musician? Oh, that's hard. Um, I think I'm just gonna go like, uh, what's my favorite at the moment? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people ask you like this question. I'm like, I don't know. I don't listen to music. You <laughs> um, you said art. I'm just gonna go back to say Laura Marling again. We're just gonna give her. Out. Okay, Laura Marling. That's fair. Because my mind just went blank. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. This is a tougher one now, actually. But what is your favorite song of your own? Oh, um. I don't know. I think I'm going to say sing with her because it's out on the 30th. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know. <laughs> it's, out, it's out the day after the 29th of April, the day after the 29th of April. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yes. Why did I pick that? I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll, Should have picked what, the 29th. <laughs> um, where is your ideal destination post-lockdown? Uh, like for a holiday yeah holiday whatever you want everything's open again we can travel anywhere you want to go uh let me think Imagine, i'd love to go to dubai <laughs> the churches <laughs> <laughs> i'd love to go to dubai my brother's oh, yeah. actually living over there and that would have been like a great time to visit him but it's like Class, yeah. i'm gonna get locked up somewhere if i travel <laughs> Oh, Dubai! I don't think I can handle the heat now, especially with the shaved head. But (laughs) it would be class to go there someday. Um, So, last one: What is your favorite hobby besides singing, performing? Uh, reading, I guess. (laughs) And what is your favorite book? Book or book? Uh, I think my favorite book is like always been um, the pic or what you call it, the picture of Dorian Gray. Yeah, yeah. 
that's a good one i read that in college yeah that was that was actually shocking i like you know when you're reading old books in college because i did english years ago as well and um when i was reading when i saw the titles of the books on the list you know like when you get your uh, reading list at the start of the year yeah these are going to be like a tough slog because i was you know i I was a good reader but i wasn't used to reading the the heavier books like um, the older style of english and when I read that, like I was Wuthering like, Heights. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Like that. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that one but, was like painful. But yeah, the picture of Dorian Gray is just proper. Like that could have been written like this year or something. There's something about it. It's just, yeah. well, obviously the language, but like, um, oh. Oh, what a. Then when you get the revelation and it's just like. <laughs> that's the. Yeah. Yeah. When you're like, oh, gee, that scared me now. But that's a good yeah. choice. Thanks very much for. Coming on, Lorraine, it's been an absolute pre- pleasure. Oh, geez, even I'm <laughs> I'm mispronouncing words now. It's been a pleasure uh, to have you on. Um, so Thanks very be- much for having me. No problem. And everybody just um, get on, sing with her. It's out on the 30th of April. Um, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> Thank you. At the back of the band Keeping time strong But you don't understand So you won't sing along The most beautiful of sounds Come from the unknown Up from underground So you better stoop down low And show me what you've got Too, but you gotta leave some room for me to make my